0: Here, um, Okay, so Facebook has launched and I'm actually going live on TikTok this morning as well because it's been a while since I've done that. Um, you're watching Mornings with Mizzy or you're listening to the Mizzy Bender Show later on in the day on your favorite podcast network. Uh, as you can see, today's show is sponsored by SDC.com. If you're interested in learning more about them, send me a message. I can send you a link and uh, get you all set up there. Today is a great day because we have a topic submitted by one of our community members. So before we get started, we got to go back to what are some updates. So the updates are Good morning, JP. So if you're going to be attending Boo 5 in Rhode Island, the hotel block is filling up. Some of the rooms are completely booked, so you're working with limited resources here. If your room, if the book, the, if the block is booked, call the hotel directly. If you need that information, reach out to me and I'd be more than happy to provide it to you. Um, yesterday, we had a great play date. My goodness. So, it's been a really long time since we've had a personal play date, like at our house. And if you tuned into the show on Tuesday, I was sharing how I've been kind of like in this transition period, some like ups and downs. So yesterday came at the most remarkable time. Uh, We had somebody come to town and it was a super chill day. We went to breakfast. Uh, At breakfast, we had some lovely mimosas, which are always delicious. I had some fried pickles, which is kind of weird for breakfast, but I love them so much. Um, And then after that, we came back to our house and set up shop in the hot tub for a while and just chilled, like it was great. We smoked, we had some drinks. It was really, really lovely. Um, you know some sexy kind of uh, foreplay that goes on but for those of you that listen or know me I don't really like uh, any kind of that stuff in the hot tub because I don't like the way that the textures and stuff feel on my hands against the body skin Uh, so it was more of just him being flirtatious and kind of you know just getting himself in in the mood I guess you would say and you know Spencer's right there so it's just you know the gentleman and I and then Spencer right there so when I see Spencer and I know that he's like loving, you know, the environment that we in that also makes me super happy too, because um, that's what the lifestyle is for. It's for it's it's for making experiences that you would normally have with your partner, like extraordinary. Right. And so it was really great to see him in his element, him allow me to be in my element. And then, you know, we came inside and we were kind of just like chilling and just, you know, chit chatting it up or whatever and I went and got my vibrator. I was like, okay, this is enough this is Enough is this. So I did, I got my vibrator. I sat myself up on our little lounge chair and uh, it was all over after there. For like two hours, it was a great session. And I know it's good because when you wake up in the morning and your entire body is sore, you're like, what happened yesterday? And you're like, oh, wait a minute, that's right. I was taken by this way and it was just remarkable. So I have a huge smile on my face this morning because I slept really well. I probably slept the night away, truthfully because we had to bring our friend back to the um ferry and that's like kind of a long drive so legit as soon as we got in the car i fell asleep and then i fell asleep the whole car ride home Uh, i went right to bed pretty much right when we got home so i feel refreshed i feel really happy i'm like right this is why i love the lifestyle so much so that was yesterday today we have Today's topic is around a community submitted question. And I was trying to figure out how to present this in the most appropriate way where I can really get the information out. And what I came up with is I had to read the submission because, as you can see, there's like a lot that goes on in here. And so I need to give you the like pre story before we get to the actual question itself. Um, So I'm going to start, I'm going to start reading. And if you have any questions, maybe wait until the end to actually ask the question simply because it's really difficult for me to be able to manage the comments and read this at the same time. So with that being said, thank you for all the lovely compliments on TikTok. If you are following, if you're not following me, make sure you hit the follow button and tap that screen for all the likes. And Facebook, I will be able to scroll back up and find your comments easily. Good morning, Mr. Jim. I'm so excited. Holly, I was just going to text you, but I ran out of time. I'm we're like 24 hours away from you guys being in town. Makes my heart so happy. I can't wait. Okay, so the title of this is Help Newbies in the the LS. And it says, me and my husband are new to the LS. We've been together for over a year and a half. Started off just working together. Well, he hired me, LOL. And became very good friends. And shared a lot of things about our lives. So in March, we decided to be together. In August, we got married. It's That's a very fast timeline, especially like such a short timeline to be exploring the lifestyle. So I definitely am going to have some uh, thoughts after this is over. And please if you're listening to this or when you watch it later, don't take anything personal on what I say because you know I'm going to be super direct and you know I'm going to be very honest with you. So please keep that in mind. Um, Okay, so we have talked about all of our fantasies and trying to make them come true we are very very sexual and are together at least three or four times a day we love pleasing each other and honestly I have never had someone so into making me talk about sex and the good bad and desires and what I want I had more sexual orgasms by myself because I never talked about me and I always was just a giver and hide what I wanted so he is building me up okay so that's really great right we do want others that are going to be in our relationship that are going to make us feel confident and comfortable to be able to talk about our sexual desires in a way that doesn't make us seem like we're being slutty or hoary or anything of the sorts because like that's one of the women's biggest fears right it's we're so trained to say like we're not allowed to have these thoughts we're not allowed to be this way so it kind of puts you down into this uncomfortable spot when you're in a position to start talking about it so I can totally relate to where she's coming from because Spencer did that for me. You know, when I first met him, I was super, um, I'll say it buttoned up, right? I had a very corporate mindset, so you can imagine. Like, although I was really sexy in my individuality, it was a personal thing. I never shared that like outside. I guess in my own ways, I did try to branch out and, and show my individuality from a sexual standpoint, but that just wasn't the composition of my relationship. So when I met Spencer, he would continuously encourage me to be like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like you have a beautiful body. Who cares if you want to be naked? You know, you can walk around in underwear and not feel self-conscious. You know, like there was baby steps for him, breaking me out of my comfort zone and where I was. So it took him a bit of time for him to get to the point where yes, please be this way. And then once I was that way, I'm like, you know, there's no turning back. You can't turn that switch off, right? So I'm really happy that she did find somebody that could help her, you know, get through these feelings and express what she wants. His fantasy, she says, is a threesome with another woman. Mine is to be with other women, comfortable and confident with him at the same time. So he shared with me his experiences and with a certain dominatrix and a few years, with a certain not dominatrix a few years ago. So I guess they had an incident, you know, a scene or something a couple years ago with somebody. And um, where the heck are you? And I love, love, love your shows. And I would love to meet you guys and forgive, I don't even know, it kind of gets a little bit jumbled. I would love to meet with you giving me some more amazing advice it was not the full fantasy but helped build me up but was only that one time and we went to two small gatherings so I got to meet her two prior times okay so I guess she's saying that she had also an interaction with this dominatrix as well but it wasn't the full fantasy that they were looking for so listen you also have to understand like dominatrix They're not paid to have sex with you. That's not what the composition of what that kind of dynamic is. So first and foremost, if you think that you're going to be going to a dominatrix for them to bang you it's highly inappropriate. That's not the composition of what that is like. If there is no money exchange, I guess that that's fine. But once there's money exchange involved there, you got to be really careful on what your rules, what your boundaries are, what the scene is, what the setup is. I mean, that's not my forte, but just the little knowledge that I do have. So like, keep that in mind. So here comes some of her issues. We don't know how to do this. We don't know how to find a unicorn to be able to be with the both of us. We don't know how to fully communicate without someone getting upset. I listen to your podcast, but he doesn't really have a lot of time with owning his own business, pleasing me four times a day and dealing with my three children's issues. But the other day I got him to sit and listen and we're trying and I'm trying to get him to listen on Tuesday, but this hasn't happened just yet. I feel if he listens with me, we can learn more and communicate better with it. Now I also agree, right? Because that's what the purpose of this morning show is about. The purpose of the morning show is to start talking about those hard topics that allows an easy integration into your relationship to be able to share and communicate. Um, maybe things that you didn't necessarily know that you needed to talk about or that you needed to communicate, right? So. I like to bring up the hard topics, the ones that are a little bit more taboo, the ones that are really going to educate you on how to make your lifestyle experience the best it possibly can with little room for error, right? And it's not always going to be perfect. As I mentioned last week, you know, I'm working on some communication things within my own unit and things, and that stuff's only natural, right? The biggest part about it is is you being comfortable enough to bring it to the table to say I need to talk about this. I need to communicate this. For those of you that are watching, you just saw my little pup. He might still be in camera. I don't know. Um. So he she says we are part of all these sites of sexy women and have only fan and have an OnlyFans page. He is a flirt more than I am. He loves to compliment women and make them smile, and I do love that. And at times went on. He would. Fr- and, as time went on, he would friend request all these women, and he was doing he was doing it for me, but I didn't really know or understand so me being his secretary and during the day in Facebook and seeing all these girls more than he was seeing them, then I want I want to be like these girls that he likes, and I want to post pictures and be sexy and build confidence. He feels that only guys comments, and so he feels that only guys comment so i only did one on a site with him in it and that did not go well so i don't do it so now i have a thing with all of his friend requests and he has a thing with me posting any pictures so how do we do this i'm going to say this is the big biggest red flag and you shouldn't even be participating in the lifestyle at this moment in time like no offense to you um but seriously like if you guys are both going to have these jealousy issues right out of the gate like you guys need to back it up and you need to like start all over again because this is not the way to build the foundation into the lifestyle. This is very messy for the both of you to have insecurities in this way. I don't know what you guys are trying to get at now. I will say as you mentioned early on in your message here that you guys have a very short period of getting to know each other window. You know you went it was employee to boss to like partners to all of a sudden you're married. If you ask me, this is not a long enough foundation for you to know each other well enough to go into the lifestyle. Yeah, sure, he's had some things in his past that he's enjoyed, but that doesn't mean that you have to automatically jump in and be part of the lifestyle. You guys need to like have a firm foundation of each other and understand like what is going on here between the two of you before you can even consider going into the lifestyle. Um, You know, uh, Holly, I did see that you posted something, but the comment disappeared. So I don't really know if it will come back. Um, So like this passage right here makes me really uncomfortable, right? Because the thing is, if he's a flirt more than you are, okay, number one, are you okay that he flirts more than you? Does that make you feel insecure? Does that make you feel a certain way? Will you knock it off? How does it make you feel inside? And how do you communicate to your partner that, right? So first and foremost, like, you need to be aligned on what your guys's rules and boundaries would be going into the lifestyle right so first and foremost are you okay that he's a bigger flirt than you are he loves to compliment women and make them smile and she loves that okay that's great so if you're on the same page as that then alright so maybe you guys are moving in the right direction and you understand that you know what he just loves to have a sexual tonality to himself and it you know be open right and that's fine because Spencer's the same exact way Spencer loves to be flirtatious that's just part of his personality I also can be very flirtatious with those that I'm comfortable with you know because it flows very easy and it just is part of who I am you know like and sometimes I don't even mean to be flirtatious it could just be my personality right because like if I am comfortable with you chances are I'm probably touching you I'm a little bit more like you know, giggly and stuff like that. And it's just with everybody. It's, you know, everybody that I'm comfortable with, not everybody, right? And so for that, you guys need to come to an exact alignment on whether or not you're on the same page with that. You know, initially when I first came into the lifestyle, I wasn't, I, I wasn't caught off guard by a lot of things that Spencer was doing simply because I didn't know. And I knew that this was his lifestyle. So for me, it was more about observing what he was doing, how he was doing it. And then it was for me to go back and say, you know what? I didn't really realize these things. Let's talk about them. And there was only one time where I was kind of like taken back, but I didn't, I was taken back, but I didn't mind. Right. We were at a lifestyle event. It was one of the events that he was hosting and he was, you know, he kissed like a few people and I was like, Whoa, wait a minute, hold on a second. And it kind of like took me back for a second. But at that time, like, I didn't really know anything. And this was just his general lifestyle and things like that. And so afterwards, you know, I had said to him, I said, Oh, I said, I I saw that you did this, that and the other thing, and it wasn't an issue, but it was something for me to go back and talk about. But at that moment in time, it also made me realize, wait a minute, we're in a very free environment. And yes, if these are your boundaries, and you know, the openness of it, well, then have at it, right? So These were some of my learnings and some of the things that I needed to observe with my own eyes to understand how it would make me feel. Granted, my scenario with Spencer is very different than any of your scenarios are gonna be. We each explore and observe very independently and we all think about things very independently. So it is making sure that if something does make you feel uncomfortable in your gut, you automatically bring it up at that moment in time or when the the moment is most appropriate, you know closest to that that event that happened that made you feel a certain way all right so before i go on i see that holly's comment came back up and she says i totally agree with that statement mizzy if the jealousy is coming that easily from both sides about simple friend requests and posts it may not be the time yet within the relationship to be participating in the lifestyle and bringing one anyone in right now yeah i i I right. I that's I'm gonna get into more of it, but I'm I knew you were gonna back me up on that comment because this is just a recipe for disaster with what's going on here. She follows it up to say when Jim and I started out, I thought because we met in the lifestyle we could just jump right in. But after I had some jealousy hit me in the first experience as a couple, it made me realize I wasn't ready to be bring others in. And with Holly's experience, they did, they took a very long, they put a pause on the relationship so they can regroup and build their foundation as a couple, you know, for Spencer and I, what we did was since I was very new to the lifestyle, I wanted to, I wanted to more observe, right? I'm not the type of person that just jumps right into something. I need to learn a little bit more about it. I need to understand some of the different things so i was in like an observation period what i would say we did have a couple that was part of this observation period it was somebody that he had already slept with he slept with the woman uh with the wife the male part of it was not part of their composition it was you know and and that was their husband and wife composition so it's not like spencer did anything wrong so he had already had um like a dynamic or an interest, I should say, like a compatibility with this female. And the gentleman was always really respectful to me and always was very lovely to me and made me feel comfortable. So in my observation period, we would have, I mean, like for months, uh, like Friday or Saturday night, we'd get together and we would have very sexy nights, but they would not involve any sexual anything going back and forth between us it would be very almost like cuddly kind of you know like we'd be on the floor listening to music who's laying on who who's you know rubbing who who's you know maybe there was like small kissing or something but it wasn't anything substantial where I would put myself in a confused spot I was taking it very slow okay well this is a very sexual evening in like an intimacy kind of way how does that make me feel how does you know Spencer behave in that how does he navigate me in those things, right? What am I allowed to do? How am I supposed to behave? All these different things. So we did this for a really long time until I felt comfortable to branch out and say, you know what, I really do want to take this to the next step. And honestly, um, that that happened, maybe it was a year into us doing that until I finally had my first kind of you know soft swap scenario and it was with some sexy chick that i saw on social media and we happened to grow this bond and we happened to be in the same area at the same time and it just naturally organically kind of went the way that it should in a way i didn't feel pressured i didn't feel like i was out of line like we were all on the same page so it was like all right i took all this time now I understand how to jump in and and navigate these scenarios that I didn't necessarily think that I knew ahead of time so she continues on to say uh, so me being his secretary and during the day in Facebook and seeing all these girls more than he was seeing me then I want to be like these girls and I want to be like these girls that he likes well first and foremost you can never compare yourself to anybody that you see on social media I'll tell you this between filters Angles of photo taking and everything you can make yourself look however you want to you know, so what I'll you know There are some days where I'm skinnier or or more, you know bloated and stuff like that But I know how to turn my body so it never looks that way and it always looks the same I don't use filters simply because I just find it to be silly to use filters like you're gonna see me in person I'm gonna look completely different that seems like unreasonable so one of the reasons why I don't wear my mizzy getup on you know the morning show because i rather you see me in my most natural form and then okay if i have like my wigs on or you know my eyelashes on and i'm completely like glammed up and stuff like that well that's different because you see me in person and, and that's what i'm doing but on an everyday basis you know being your most natural self and being super comfortable and confident in who you are is most important you can't compare yourself to anybody on social media and certainly can't value yourself based upon the amount of likes Or shares you get that is uh, a social no-no you know and that's one of the reasons why like suicides and children are so much more heightened and there's a lot more mental things going on with the younger generation and things like that because they're constantly getting their self gratification or praise or however you want to say it from social media that's crazy you can't do that you have to the social media is a platform for yes for you to have fun on but it's not your world right so number one if you are feeling insecure because he's liking photos and he's seeing these photos that's something that you need to talk about within your relationship and you have to say this bothers me and you know what I'm not contributing to social media and I don't want to see this now if you guys can't come together and align on that well then there's a different issue going on within the relationship and I still put I still say don't participate in the lifestyle because if you're insecure by a Facebook post imagine what you're going to feel like in person. Imagine being in a swing event with you know 50 females and he's looking at every single one of the females. Are you sitting there comparing yourself to every female and saying well she has this and I don't? That's that's not good. You can't, you can't do that at all. I'm going to put a pause on because I have some comments like flowing like crazy here. And I just want to make sure I'm capturing because these are important topics. Um, so Gary says, I follow you both on Instagram and Facebook. Love the content and both. Pl-. Oh, thank you, Gary. Um, Matthew says social media has artificially inflated people's perceived status and has raised a self bar way higher than supported in actual life. It's true. Listen, like I sit here and I sit on social media and I do these morning shows and all these different things but I certainly don't value myself by the amount of views that I get on this show, because then that's defeating the purpose on why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I'm trying to raise awareness over certain things. If you choose to want to watch and learn, I'm very appreciative of it, right? But at the end of the day, I don't sit there and say, oh my God, I only got 22 you know, likes today. That means that I'm not valuable. Well, I can't do that, right? Like I have to be confident in the confident enough that what I'm putting out there is valuable to others and that I feel good with it right I'm the only person that really at the end of the day no offense to anybody needs to feel good about what I'm doing right because I have to live with myself at the end of the day I have to wake up tomorrow and be like okay you know what what you did yesterday do you feel good about it if not why right and so these are some of the things reading this and I'm like oh my gosh like we are diving into so many different uh, topics here that are just need to be pulled down. Um, I know Holly put up another comment, but it, it disappeared, so we'll have to see if we go back there. So he feels that only guys comment, so I only did that on one site with him in it, and it did not go well, so I don't do it. Now I have a little thing with all of his friend requests, and he has a thing with me posting any pictures. So, how do we do this? Now I know I read this passage twice, but I just want to reiterate the fact of. If you're going back and forth and saying well I'm now upset that he's doing this because he's upset with me because I did that you got to stop right first and foremost like stop just back up don't even consider the lifestyle you can't you can't do that because now going forward every little thing that you're going to be doing is going to be a tit-for-tat well you know what this bothers you so now this bothers me this bothers you so now I don't like this that's not number one in any relationship lifestyle or not that's not how you work your foundation of your relationship like you there's never a point in time where you should be going tit for tat that's super unhealthy and it's very negative it's okay for you to have issues and and bring those issues to the table and say you know because you did this it made me feel this way and yeah you could turn around and say I want to do this but I know that that's inappropriate because we don't do retaliation there's never a point in time in a relate in a relationship where retaliation should be top of mind, right? We should feel super confident in the sense of having an open conversation with our partner, our friends, our family members, whomever the person is that you need to have this conversation with, you're allowed to have feelings. You're allowed to feel a certain way. As long as you communicate them the most appropriate way where it's not gonna be combative, it's not going to be a negative thing, where you present it in a way where you feel confident about the words that you're about to speak and be able to have open dialogue over it. That is what the foundation of this should be, right? So Holly says back to Matthew, this is completely accurate. It's hard to see some women or men compare their self-worth based on likes on posts. I constantly throw out these positive messages that hopefully will reach people who need to see or hear these messages. 100% Holly does a really great job with that too. So this passage alone like really got me because it makes me feel uncomfortable that there's this, you know, there's already a jealousy that is within the relationship and I just don't recommend if there is jealousy within your relationship. To proceed in the lifestyle because whatever jealousies that you are putting out right now they're going to intensify and until you can resolve those issues and those things that are bothering you internally that you feel like you're jealous over you can't participate in the lifestyle number one it sounds as if he he really likes whatever dynamics he found within the lifestyle a while ago and wants to bring his partner into it well that's really great right but neither one of them seem like they're in a confidence, confident zone for that to happen. And honestly, it's not really fair that he can post photos and like photos of females, yet she's not allowed to post pictures or anything of herself, right? Because the whole premise of this, and maybe it's in the next passage No. So if he's going to go on social media and if he's going to like female photos and he's going to comment on them and he's going to really like these things, For her to go on and post the photos and think so i want to reiterate so they're trying to find a unicorn they're trying to find she wants to be with a female and he wants to have a threesome so all right does she really want to have does she really want to be with a female i really should have asked her that it's not something that she's trying to do to appease him that would be my first question and like really be sure that you definitely want to be with another female and not feel pressured to do it number two Uh, Men are very sex driven and females are a little bit more reserved, my opinion, what I've seen. So any single time a female posts a picture up on social media, you have 50 fucking guys that are, you know, posting on there, whether they're in a relationship, whether they're single, it doesn't matter. They love to see the female body. Doesn't matter. Big, small, round, short, tall, heels, no heels, fishnets, no fishnets, you know, pajamas, flannels, they don't give a fuck. They see a female, they find something on there and that they absolutely love and they comment on it, right? For her to post a picture on there and for him to turn around and get upset with her because she, he thinks that she's posting these photos for the man For a man just to compliment her, well, number one, sir, why are you getting insecure that a man is complimenting your woman? You should feel real proud that somebody is, you know, complimenting her. You know, granted, maybe it sounds like you compliment her enough, but for you to be insecure that a gentleman is complimenting her, that that's a little ridiculous to me, right? I mean, you're trying to go into the lifestyle. What do you think is going to happen? She's not going to walk around with a paper bag on and think that nobody's going to sit. I mean, that's unrealistic. And then it brings me to my other point of, all right, so you wanna bring in an extra female. What happens if she turns around that she wants to bring in an extra male? My opinion reading this, that would be a hell no, right? There would be no point in time where out of what's being presented here that I would see that that is going to be a possible option. It's very one-sided here in my perspective. It almost sounds like he wants to control her and get what he wants without her being able to participate in it in the way that makes her feel most comfortable. For her to have these insecurities on questioning how she should be doing this because of a silly post that she put up on whatever platform and gentlemen commented on it is kind of crazy to me. So uh, Mr. Jeep Party 696 on TikTok. For those of you that are watching, uh, he and his lovely wife are gonna be guest spots on our on Mornings with Mizzy next Thursday. So stay tuned. You'll have to go to MizzyVender.com if you're on TikTok to get all the episodes and everything. Um, So, Matthew says, jealousy is human, but unchecked jealousy is a problem. Being jealous of someone or a situation, the lifestyle can't... uh, Oh, hold on, this just went jumped. Okay. Oh, Lord have mercy. Where the freak am I? Okay. Jealousy towards others is almost a red flag to look inward at what that person needs to fix or work on. The jealous person is the one that needs to fix themselves. It often gets pushed on the trigger rather than the jealous person. I agree right we each have things in us that make us feel uncomfortable right if you're not strong enough to say these are the things that make me feel a little uneasy now that's your issue right because you weren't strong enough to communicate it but you held on to it and when you hold on to it you're gonna fester it longer so then that becomes a different kind of issue but if Spencer turned around and said to me, oh, you know what? I really want to bring in, you know, four girls into, you know, our scenario here. Yet he was the only one that was able to go out and talk to the four girls to find them and I wasn't allowed to have anything to do with it. I would say, no, we're not doing that because the purpose of the lifestyle is to enhance our relationship together. And if we can't work on it together, well then it's something that we can't be part of because for me, this is a collaborative thing. We all need to click. We all need to be on the same page. We all need to have the same feelings and we all need to be able to discuss things the way that makes us feel comfortable. You know, if you're trying to get into the lifestyle, there can't be a lack of communication. There can't be a lack of support on the other on how they contribute to social media or, you know, there can't be these like, Crazy rules that I could do this and you can't do that because it's this. Well, no, that's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. SG and NG on Facebook says sounds like they need more time to learn each other before moving forward in the lifestyle. I am with you, man. Um, so here's the question. And this, so all that I just read now was the backstory on getting to the actual question to it, getting to the actual question itself. And the question is. We are married and new to the lifestyle. Me and my husband want to fulfill some fantasies and and are learning a lot about the lifestyle and communicating. We are not full swingers. We are looking for another woman that is bisexual that would want to join us. How do we just connect with them and not all these other men commenting and making him feel that's what I'm trying to do? I would love to be sexy and walk around and smile and attract other women, but I don't know how to flirt with women. I need more confidence in that area i'm shy that's why pictures and visuals help please help us in any advice so i will end my novel here the best advice you can give us would we would love to hear it and thank you for your time so listen first and foremost finding a unicorn is really tough right i mean number one everybody is a person, right? And so just go out and seek unicorns. Well, it sounds bad, but I get it. You know, everybody is looking for that single female. It's virtually impossible for you to go onto a network and say, you know, for instance, like what does this look like? You, you go into a group and you put up a picture and you mm-hmm. say only, only looking for females, no men comment. Well, right there, you say no men comment. Men are gonna comment for the simple fact of, why can't we comment you know it's almost like a double-edged sword and i see it all the time on social media where you know that it's like don't do this but it's the very exact thing that everybody is doing you know my advice to you wholeheartedly and honestly is don't participate in the lifestyle I i honestly don't think that you guys are ready to be in a position you guys have a lot of work to do on the foundation of your relationship and it's honestly in my opinion it's not right that he's sitting there and he's making you feel bad about posting pictures that other men are commenting on men that you have no idea who they are. You probably don't even know what state they're in. Maybe they're not even in the United States They're somewhere else. Like it's, it's, it's really unrealistic for him to put this, you know, notation on you that you're putting pictures up because you you're trying to get gratification from men. That's a huge insecurity. That's a huge red flag that to me is you guys have a lot of work to do and you need to figure out what this looks like. You know, like you can't, You can't go into this lifestyle with these I can do this and you can't do this mentality because it's never going to work out. It is a recipe for disaster. Um, Yeah, I hate the word unicorn hunter because it sounds so just terrible. (laughs) It just sounds not great. Um, Alicia, Alicia says no such thing as too much communication. It does, however, matter your intentions and communicating effectively. A hundred percent. Like, I'm really happy that she was able to articulate all of the issues and know exactly where the problem is. Now it's a matter of getting to the resolution of it. And the resolution of it is, is you need to go back to the foundation of your relationship and you need to build a stronger bond before you can even consider going into this. Because now what happens is this, my opinion, you find a unicorn. All right. Well, now the three of you are in this scenario. Now maybe he's paying more attention to the unicorn than you. The way that this is all mapped out, that makes me feel like there will be a detrimental outcome. Now I'm not saying that that's the case, but you know you can look into a scenario and and see that to be you know true. You know he wants to have a threesome with another girl, and yeah, she wants to try and be with another female. Maybe she's not knowledgeable and she doesn't know what she's supposed to do. You know, maybe she doesn't know how to do certain sexual and, in- you know, who knows, there's so many different things, you know, being with another female is a super new thing. So, you know, is he want to get that Pepe in like right away, who knows, you know, so at the end of it, because they're not completely on the same page on what the dynamic looks like and their, their, their own securities, like I find that to be like a recipe for disaster. Like, I just don't think that it will end well. Matthew says, best suggestion, avoid munchins and go to parties with the sole intent to just have a good time yourself. Talk to people and find out what they are at the party for. That question seems more from a poly aspect, less a swinger aspect. Yes, that pair needs to come a long way before adding another person. They need to drop their walls and be honest and raw with each other. Anything less than unashamed, totally honesty, is never going to work out. I agree. You know, I do know that they're scheduled to be to come to a lifestyle event. I I do know that they're scheduled to come to boo five, our lifestyle event. That's going to be held in Rhode Island at uh, next weekend. Actually, it is going to be their first event. I do highly recommend going and exactly like Matthew says, you know, go watch people. Watch how they interact. Watch conversations. Watch how the play compositions come together definitely go and find individuals to talk to. But now my question becomes this. So you're at the event and you know one of them sees somebody that they want to talk to. How does that happen? Does now he say, "Oh, I see this female that I really, you know, would love to talk to." Does she get insecure now to be like, "Oh my god, he found somebody and it wasn't me that found them and you know am i allowed to go talk to a guy not that she wants to talk to a guy but like if she starts to talk to like the male part of it like is she now in trouble because you know like i think about these things when i hear them and i'm like how does that even look you know i totally agree that collaboratively they should go into an event and talk to others see how the interactions go see how possible play scenarios develop, because you can watch and see all this go down at an event. Like, I mean, I watch everything, probably one of the reasons why I talk so much, because I observe so many of you and how you interact and and all the different things. But I do agree with Matthew. I wanna go back up here because, uh, so SG and NG say, when a partner lingers outside of the communication boundaries and appears, hold on, appears to crave others more than they crave their own partner. I feel they are not ready for the lifestyle when we know that we can be fully satisfied with our life partner without bringing others to play then and only then is all the extras considered. Um, Hold on this Facebook is going too fast. Um, Then and only then is all the extra considered to be enhancement to the relationship. That's exactly right. You know for me I was super excited and I was really like enthusiastic about being able to play with a girl, right? But I still was I was still insecure with my own self because I hadn't really, you know, been with a girl or anything of the sorts. And Spencer always reminded me, when the stars and moons align, it will all work out for you. Again, that's one of the reasons why I'm very selective on who my play partners are. Because unless that universe is saying something to me, like it's just never going to happen. And you can talk to me until you're blue in the face about wanting to bang. I don't care. Like I'm still not going to do it, you know, but I always remember that when a scenario is supposed to come about, it will organically happen, right? And it will organically be what it's supposed to be. And at that point, and only at that point in time, do I act on my sexual desires. And that took me a long time to understand, right? Because of course we're all sexual. Of course we come across, you know, others that are going to be super enticing and, you know, intriguing and ultra sexy, whether male or female, doesn't matter who or what you are, what your composition is. I happen to find all individuals sexy. It doesn't matter. You know, for me, I needed to get to that point where I understood how to act on my interactions without there being a complete emotional attachment to it. That's where my issue was. Now, fast forward some, I do consider myself more of that poly kind of mindset. Not completely, right? Because there are there are some of our play partners that I'm very close with, but like the play partner that we had yesterday, like I wouldn't ever consider that like a I, that would never be anything that I would bring into like an extended kind of relationship or anything of the source. Amazing man, super sexy, all around, absolutely enjoyable, but we know where our, our places are within that dynamic and it wouldn't go any further than just that. So for me, I had to learn how to navigate all of my different connections with other individuals and other humans and how to act on them appropriately. That doesn't happen unless you're in the scene and you're, you know, watching and observing and all these different things, which is one of the reasons why I always say take like, take six months a year, just observe, learn, think because what you're feeling today, after a couple of months of you being in a scenario and going back and talking about it, observing different things, going back and talking about it, maybe hopefully, eventually, all of these things that you're feeling together will be eliminated. But you can't do that you can't enter the lifestyle and bring a third person in without doing the homework and trying to get rid of whatever these insecurities and downfall emotions that you're having, because it is, it is not great at all. So yes, uh, Kathy's asking about the event. It's boo five next Saturday in Rhode Island. As Holly mentioned, it is, you can RSVP at mindbenderparties.com. If you're on Facebook, the RSVP is right in the header there. Holly says it's okay to want just women to join, but attention from other people in the lifestyle is inevitable. It should be seen as flattering. I feel they really need to feel secure within themselves and their relationship and trust each other enough to allow one another to be their authentic self. Yes, that is exactly right, Holly. I do agree with that. They need to be able to come to a conclusion. On what is acceptable and what's not acceptable, and if whether or not each one of them can accept what it is that is going on. You know, like I do know that there are compositions where, you know, it's only the man that goes on social media and, you know, posts pictures of his wife, his girlfriend, his partner, whatever it may be, and there's hardly interaction from the partner, you know, from the female partner or vice versa there's mainly the females on social media and you know the male part of it isn't really there so you have compositions where there is an unbalanced social media presence which is fine as long as you both agree that that is what it is and as long as you both agree that the minute that someone or some 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 scenario interests you it now becomes a group conversation and there's not one person left out right so For me i would say after this is said and done each one of them needs to take self inventory all right these are the issues and these are the things that we know that are bothering us okay what is it that i want from you as my partner and what are the things that i cannot accept in this lifestyle until you guys are on the same page with both of your lists and have talked through everything completely you should not advance at all not at all this to me seems really uneasy i do I hope that after you watch this show, you don't take anything that I'm saying, you know, personally, as I'm being negative towards you, I want you to have your best lifestyle experience. And this here is not going to give you your best lifestyle experience. Now, the thing is, and I I want to also reiterate the fact of I do know the composition of the dominatrix that you were talking of. And that is not the way to get a threesome. That's not a way to explore your sexuality with a female. You know, you're almost paying somebody to do you a service, right? That's not an organic composition. That's not what you guys that is not going to give you a realistic point of view of what it's like to be in a real swinging scenario when you're actually bringing a third person in BDSM and swinging are completely different. The compositions, the scenes, how you set them up, they're all very different, completely, you know, like you do have to have your rules, you do need to map everything out, you do need to have conversation on what each of these look like. But when you're in BDSM, nine times out of 10, this does not advance into penetration in any kind of way, you're more in, you know, it's different. So and they're different mindsets. Also, they're not the same, you know, BDSM is very structured. It's very rule driven. It's very, um, I'm going to say tight in the way that things are set up. You know, when you're swinging, you know, you pretty much, okay, yeah, you go through your rules and boundaries, but it, you know, you're going to go down and you're going to be banging and you're going to be, you know, really intertwined with one another. When you're in a BDS scene, you know, you're either you're, you're on the cross, you're doing, you know, you're on a bench, you're who knows where or what you're doing, but it really comes down to somebody controlling you and somebody dominating over you. And you're not really an active participant in what's going on. You're getting bottomed. That's the whole purpose of it. You're submitting to somebody to prevent, uh, to present you with these sexual desires or, you know, go through whatever it is that you're looking for of a release at that point in time. When you're swinging, you're actually in a three way, you know, the way that it goes like yesterday. I'll give you two different examples. You know, when I'm in a dominatrix state of mind, I'm up on the cross. My hands are tied up and this person is doing things to me. I don't have access to them. I don't have complete like I can't embrace them. I can't do these things. There are certain compositions. Now, like yesterday, we had our swinging events, you know, it was me getting banged. But, you know, Spencer was right there. He was watching, you know, okay, yes, there was times where there were the three of us. But, you know, we have our composition and we know exactly what it is that we're allowed to do. You know, like the gentleman we're in the hot tub and he's like, I would imagine that, you know, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. I said, yes, you know, we talked about it already, but he wanted to make sure that he had full access to me and he wasn't overstepping. So we had one communication prior to and then yes day of you have another another conversation of yes we're allowed to do whatever we want and just flow and whatever and everybody's on the same page right so it's a different composition where I have access to him and he has access to me and we have what our rules are it's you can't base what a threesome would look like after going into a scenario with a dominatrix, because it's completely, it's so different. And so, if you're going to look into wanting to be in a swinging scenario, you need to observe in the swinging lifestyle, not the BDSM lifestyle. So, I want to make really, sh- I want to make sure that everybody understands that there is a complete difference in both territories. Um, G Party says we reevaluate all rules before every lifestyle interaction, regardless of the size of the event. like I'm always reevaluating and even if it's play partners that I've already played with there's always a conversation at the beginning of the night okay I'm feeling this way Uh, I know we played the last time or whatever is it okay for me to behave this way with you this time you know there's always conversation that goes on you can't just like jump in and assume um okay hold on Holly says it's okay to want just oh no I've read that one already Um, okay so matthew says yes the times when i just give up and stop going into events or situations with any expectations other than whatever it is will be it's those times when things start to work out forcing anything never works you can't ever force anything i have found that when individuals force different scenarios there's always a negative repercussion that comes out of it maybe not 97% of the time, I'll be honest, I talk to a lot of humans on a daily basis and I get their stories and I hear what they're up to and I hear how it goes down. And I'm always like, what in the heck is going on here? No, of course it led to Recipe for Disaster because that was a ridiculous composition. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, I probably, I don't know if I'm the best person or the worst person to talk to because I'll turn around and tell you fucking crazy right at that point in time. Like, what were you thinking? Like, no, you know, but it also gives me great talking topics to be able to say and give examples, you know, for the morning show. Um, So Matthew says a BDSM is almost scripted and organized. Yes, it is, because when you are getting into a BDSM scene, you have already mapped out all the do's and the don'ts that are allowed to go on. And nobody, nobody should veer away from what that scene composition is looked like. If you don't have a scene rules and regulations and boundaries set up before going into a BDSM scene you're doing something wrong and you as the bottom should hold your hand up and say no this is not right. We didn't go through rules. I did not provide you with what my hard limits were. I did not provide you with what my safe word was all of these different things so you need to know what it is that you're getting into and not trust other individuals to do it the right way because you are your own advocate you are the only person at the end of the day that is going to be able to stand up and say this makes me uncomfortable this is not right this is wrong these are my needs this is what makes me feel really good this is what i'm looking for from this situation you have to be strong and bold enough in your own thoughts, wants, needs, and desires to be able to communicate them appropriately. If you cannot, you need to back away from the lifestyle. And that doesn't mean indefinitely. That just means until you are knowledgeable enough to speak on behalf of what it is that you're looking for. The lifestyle is a very messy place. And there's a lot of room for one to make errors, right? So having these direct, hardcore conversations hopefully will make you think a little bit more about what it is that you're looking for how you want it how you present it and think about the things that make you insecure that make you feel funny inside I did an episode this past Tuesday on always follow your gut and that applies to everything in life and specifically when you're in a sexual situation you don't want to wake up tomorrow and say you know what this person touched me inappropriately well were you too drunk where did you give them permission did you have a conversation about play what is it you know and then that person goes and says like oh i was raped or i was this or i was that well no you didn't communicate the right way so if you're feeling these uneasy feelings afterwards where was your communication i find that time and time again where So many individuals have a little bit too much to drink. Maybe they're in group play. Maybe they're just like doing something and they thought the person was a different person and they just allowed all these people to come and play with them. Well, that's not the composition of, you know, how it goes either. You know, you need to make sure that you're having conversation with everybody that is that you're playing with before they enter your body, before anybody is able to penetrate you in any kind of way. I would really hope that you had a solid conversation with that individual. If you didn't, and somebody did something to you, I don't know whose fault it is. You know, I'm all for females and and female power and stuff like that. But I also am all for, you know, what I feel is right and wrong and when you should be using your words. And if you didn't use your words, well, then there's a breakdown completely across the board. Um, so do you find communicating when trying to be in the moment off putting like hard to be in the mood when there is so much chatter? Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck if it's off-putting or not, if I can't communicate what it is that I need from you and what respect and my expectations of that is, you're not my play partner. And you know what, there's always a way for you to get things back rolling again. There's never a point in time where communication on having a sexual relationship with somebody is inappropriate. You know a lot of individuals get very confused in the group play scenario and I put up a huge discussion thread about it in in my group a couple maybe like a month two months ago or something because I find when there's group play there's lack of communication and they feel exactly like was just said well if I if I try and say something right now it's going to put the mood down and it's going to be off-putting and it's going to be not well I don't give a shit Like if you're going into a group play scenario, you better have talked to every one of those individuals there that you're allowed to play, because then what happens? Like, I don't understand, like, why, you know, you're in a group play. Does that is that blanket consent? No, I don't blanket consent to anybody unless I've had a conversation with them. I'm not just going to enter a room and see that there's like some orgy going on and be like, okay, I'm here, you know, like. No, who am I allowed to touch? How am I allowed to touch you? Who am I allowed to play with? Am I allowed to play with anybody? You know, any of these things, like I just, I can't. I love these people that come on uh, TikTok and say like the most outrageous things in the world. Um, something to recognize is people don't know your dynamic off the bat. So I wanted, so wanted and unwanted interests both need to be treated the same. Give them the respect of just being openly honest without being snippy hundred percent you know listen if you're going to be a swinger if you're going into the bdsm lifestyle communication transparency and honesty is the foundation of all of it of course within your basic you know relationships in general but you know we are talking about lifestyle so within this you need to be able to communicate your wants desires and non-desires or whatever you want to say at all times you know there are things that trigger me right there are things that make me uncomfortable such as like i don't want to be blindfolded i don't want my hands to be restrained yeah you can take my hands and put them over my head and hold my hands there with your own hands but like no there can't be rope there can't be you know those things trigger me in a way like where i feel like i'm trapped And I won't be able to whatever it is that goes on psychologically in my head. But those are the boundaries that I need to communicate with somebody, right? Those are the things that I need to make sure that I'm keeping myself safe at all times. At the end of the day, you need to be safe. You need to feel good. You need to be on the same page with your partner. There's all these different things that you need to make sure that you are communicating or making yourself feel like you did the right thing going into your play composition if you don't then there's recipe for disaster i'll give you an example so recently we had gone into we had like a foursome right and the foursome was really supposed to be a threesome turns into a foursome the threesome was pretty much like it was just gonna be a wham bam thank you ma'am type of thing we all know each other we all feel comfortable with each other like we are good, right? And it was just going to be Spencer setting up this play date. Well, normally when we go into things like that, there's a group chat. We have these things, it's all set up, but that wasn't the composition of what this looked like, right? So after the play date and it became a foursome or whatever, things got a little bit wonky from a communication standpoint because things weren't communicated the right way. There was a transparency issue. There's there's little things that happened. Now, when I look back on that, I'm like, okay, well, clearly we did something wrong here because we did not communicate the right way, but it was one thing and then it led into another thing. Well, I don't know, like, I know that that was super messy and I know that that went the wrong way. And I know that we probably didn't handle it the right way right out of the gate, but that wasn't the composition. So afterwards I did try and create like a group message for everybody to be on the same page and whatever. But that didn't work out the way that it should have either. So there were a few moments of downfalls that really didn't end in a great way. And I feel sad about that, right? Because communication, transparency, and honesty are the foundation of everything that is that I talk about. And so when I look back on it, I think to myself, all right, well, I see where things went wrong. But it's okay for us to try and fix them within this dynamic here, just with ourselves individually. How do we not make this happen again? And so even though I preach this all the time and I talk about it, we're all human and things happen and you need to be able to go back and say, you know what? I recognize where things went wrong. You know, are we able to all move forward from this? What is the fix from it? And, you know, whatever. And learnings often lead, you know, Detrimental situations often lead to learnings if you're open-minded enough to see them. But you just have to be strong enough to just put a pause on it and be like, you know what? I know that this is wrong. I know that this wasn't the way that we should have done it next time, da-da-da-da-da. And that's conversations between myself and my partner, us in the foursome, you know, the whole entire thing. Um, and so, listen, I see that there's so many of you following on TikTok. I hope that you follow me and tap that screen for a bunch of likes. Um, so Holly says, my advice would be this. If being able to successfully, securely participate in a lifestyle together is something both of them want at the end of the game, I suggest step back for a while and build your foundation. Observe how others navigate the lifestyle. Communicate extensively with one another to figure out where the jealousy is really stemming from. Set your equal rules and boundaries within your relationship that both of you are going to be comfortable with. Trust yourself and your partner. It may be a long road, and while before you actually participate, but taking the time to be 100% sure you are emotionally ready will keep your core relationship to to keep it out of negatively being affected. I agree, and I would think that this is the best way to end this show because that was the most articulated, well-thought-out response from Holly, and I'm really appreciative of you. So it is 8.30 and I have been chatting for a very long time. If you have any topics that you would like me to chit chat about, email me at mizzybender at outlook.com. Be sure to go subscribe to mizzybender.com so you can stay tuned to all the upcoming shows, go back and listen to all the other shows and um, leave me a review because that just helps with everything. What's coming up though quickly before we sign off? Holly and Jim are coming to town. They'll be arriving tomorrow and we head to Exotica on Saturday. Exotica is the largest porn convention in the US. They have several locations and New Jersey happens to be the largest and I have a lot of business relationships that are going to be in town and I cannot wait to see them formally meet them and kind of tackle some stuff there. Uh, I'll be in my best Mizzy getup, so I'm sure you can't miss me if you're there. If you are there be sure to come up to me and uh, we can chat. Oh what else. That's it because we talked about Boo five. Don't forget. Boo5, RSVP, MyMenderParties.com. And until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon. This was great.